This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, this week I'm in a bad mood. Oh, great. That makes for good podcasting. See, this is what I knew you'd say. (laughs) I don't think it does. I think people get into bad moods sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're all about like, oh, normalize like uh, mental health Uh and, uh, you know, no shame in like... Uh, being down or right. feeling depressed, and then the second somebody, <laughs> the second you're in a bad mood for maybe unknown reasons, right? There's sometimes uh, you're right, down. Yeah, yeah, just sometimes, yeah. People are like, ugh, oh, so you're in a so you're in a mood, huh? So you're in a bad mood. Great for me. Yeah. It's no, like, I was being serious, Tim. People like when you're grouchy on this show. I don't think you were being serious. <laughs> I just don't like. People being like, "Oh, you're feeling down." No, well, well now that's what? my problem. Yeah, it's like, no, it's not. I'm just not going to talk. Well, a lot. you should just keep it to yourself. Well, you're not going to talk a lot. Yeah, no, I'm just going to sit here quietly. That's not how it works. Run out Tim. the clock this week. That's not how it works, Tim. I'm going to have to. Uh, I mean, have I'm a, surprised you're not jumping at the. Chance. I'm going to have a have to have a talk with your shop steward about uh, <laughs> your work ethic lately. Yeah, we have a. There's a, there's a lot of bureaucracy here. There's a lot of <laughs> levels of management. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but usually we can. That's why we we barely talk to each other outside of this podcast. Yeah, we're in different buildings working throughout the day on this show. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of work goes into this show. Tom. Uh-huh. How are you doing this week? Uh, and I'm sorry. I mean, look. See now, look now. Mm-hmm. I have to apologize for being in a bad mood. Yeah, and not going along with your riff about being in different buildings that I frankly did not understand. <laughs> it, it, the idea that it, it, complete guide to everything is a huge corporation, and right. we, we work in separate areas of the campus. Okay. Yeah. And what do I do? Like uh, we're, we're we're both just cogs in the machine and the hosts <laughs> of the show that funds everything, but we're, we're treated like shit by everybody that works yeah, here. Yeah, they don't they don't know. It's like uh, we're uh, <sighs> underappreciated. Tom, I've been, <laughs> look, maybe you're right. Maybe it is a bad <laughs> a bad thing that I'm in a, in a bad mood. Maybe it is mm-hmm. your responsibility, or maybe this could be a fun challenge. Yeah. Get me in a good mood. <laughs> that's not how mental health works. Yeah, that, it is. Do you think that's how like therapists work? <laughs> like, well, you really got your job cut out for you today, Doc. Try and get me in a good mood. Yeah, exactly. And then they pull out a, a horn and put yeah. on a big red nose. And you're like, oh, you've done it again. Doc, Seven this is years why you're the best school. in the biz. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, that would be a neat alternative to like a- Clowning? Instead of a psychiatrist, like personal clowning, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
It depends on the type. Because like, that could get awkward, right? Mm-hmm. Like You don't want somebody doing what if comedy it's a, at if, you. If it's a money-back guarantee, they make you laugh, and they can't tickle you. Right. It's right there in the... That's what you should do if you're feeling really down. Tickle? No, is the get show uh, Make Me Laugh still on Comedy Central? <laughs> I don't even know what that... I'm not familiar with this. Do you remember? You don't remember no, that show? No, I don't show? remember a show It called... was a game show in oh, the 90s, vaguely. and I think it was a resurrection of a of a like an, a, old, an thing. old game show mm-hmm. where somebody would come on, they'd sit in a chair. I think they strapped them down for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because they could Because like, then they had yeah, comedians they come... cover their mouth. And they put time on the clock mm-hmm. and the comedian's there and uh the person was not allowed to laugh yeah and it's like put a minute on the clock this comedian is going to do whatever they can't touch you they can't tickle you mm-hmm. but if you laugh within a, a minute you lose if right you, if you stay stone-faced for a minute you win mm-hmm. comedy central in the 90s 170 dollars <laughs> yeah. right but uh well, maybe that's well, a great reimburse way reimburse your train ticket to get here yeah that's a great way to uh if if you're blue, if you're if you're clinically depressed, <laughs> go on make me laugh, and then the amazing Jonathan will uh, we'll you know, make you laugh. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Uh, do you think you'd be able to do well on that show? Like uh, uh, not laughing. I think so, just because it's well. I think I I think I'd be able to disassociate and I'd be fine. I'd walk away with that hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, I think the audience would screw me up. Yeah, because oh, was, they're laughing. Yeah, because if it's one person mm-hmm. desperately trying to make you laugh, that's sad. And you can right. and you can like recognize the desperation and be like, oh god, like this sucks. What is I this don't guy like this. doing? That like he put himself in this position, like. I'm just a Joe off the street trying to mm-hmm. cure my clinical depression. <laughs> right. But this guy, he's doing the what's he making? Two hundred bucks for this yeah. and like mm-hmm. demeaning and like you know, the, the the comedians would always start out with their acts. Yeah. And be yeah. like, hey, but, and like when that wouldn't work, like they'd get desperate in the, like the last twenty seconds to be like goo goo gaga fart fart fart, right? Like uh-huh. and just try to make like and that funny noises. <laughs> I mean it worked more often than like oh, peanuts are yeah. uh, ever noises about peanuts. So anyway, go hey, if you're feeling down, uh either use what may be a, a sponsor on the, on this week's episode, <laughs> some sort of therapy thing, or just go on, make me laugh. Just go on, uh, 1990s, make me laugh. Tom, you're cheering me up already. <laughs> See, it worked. I, you didn't I, even have to resort to Goo Goo Gaga and fart noise. I, I'd be uh, uh, killing on make me laugh yeah. right now. I mean, I guess we've been going longer than a minute already, so. Yeah. Um, I could tighten it up if I were on the show. This is a tangent, uh-huh. and I know we hate tangents on this yeah. show, but... Um, Today, for the first time, mm-hmm. my son, who uh, is not quite two, uh, started with potty humor. Nice. Not even like, you know, he, he's just like saying words. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Wait, what, like, what do you mean he's he just, just saying words? No, it's not like... It's not like, it's he, not like he's taking a turd out of the toilet and being like, Hello! Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but he like today he was like testing the waters. Uh-huh. I think he learned some stuff at daycare yeah, and he yeah, was just like... That, yeah, it gets around. He's like... Poop. Yeah. Poopy. 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 Yeah. And I was losing it. <laughs> I'm like, really you bad were at not make me laugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, this would kill on make me laugh. Um, but like, 
I know I'm supposed to like discourage that, uh-huh. but it's very fun. You got to see. Next time you see him, I'm going to make him do it in front of you. <laughs> okay, that'll <laughs> be, be like, good. Hey, that'll do the, do the poopy stuff. Yeah. But do I teach him not to do it? It brings me joy. Yeah. And, and I'm sure it brings him joy. I'm sure he loves to see his uh, dad laugh. Yeah, don't like, you want your dad sure, not to be so sad all I'm the sure time? I'm sure he loves to see his clinically depressed dad laugh for once. I mean, and that's a that's a tough cross for this yeah. this this child to bear, but that's his responsibility. One, one Make d- me laugh. One day he'll be uh, seeing a therapist he heard about from a podcast, and he'll be telling him about my father never smiled except for when I said poopy. <laughs> And I think that's what led me down this path. Yeah, and I don't want to know what that path is, Tom, because I'll be long dead. No, and, and I mean, it'll be the future. Who knows? It'll be like, and that's yeah. what led me to becoming a robot assassin. Yeah, it's a device that hasn't <laughs> been invented yet. <laughs> and, and that's what got me. That's uh, why I plug into the mainframe <laughs> and do the I can't. I can't fort. help it. I, yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I could unplug from the mainframe sometimes. But I, I gotta. Um, hey, parents out there, do whatever you can to keep your kids from jacking into the mainframe. It's a uh, uh, poopy is is the big because I hear that from my niece all the time. Yeah, it's not good. poop, it's a... not poops, poopy. Well, guess what? What? This kid's my my child. Mm. Uh, trying them all. Oh, he started good. with poop, got a little bit of a reaction, uh-huh. moved on to poopy. Got a bigger reaction. I don't think he realized it was. I was laughing at the escalation, right? And like <laughs> the calculation that I could see he was making on it. When he was like, he he it was very it's much. Like, I like, got a workshop. This he was a like bit. poop, and then he saw. I was like, hmm, okay, what can I? Let me try poopy. And I, yeah, got a bigger yeah. laugh. Yeah, I saw him take out a little notepad. <laughs> yeah, Larry David note. style. Yeah, he's working yeah. on stuff. He's working yeah. it out on stage. Um, yeah, I'm just like. Eventually, look, I'll let it go now. But you can't but bring event- the notepad up. Yeah, like it. it looks yeah. Uh, amateurish. Exactly. Um, yeah, my niece, I think, uses it. I, I think similar to, to uh, make me laugh on Comedy Central. Like if she's doing stuff and it and it's not getting a reaction, like people aren't laughing or whatever, then she'll just say <laughs> poopy. Yeah, bring out the uh, the old works. standards. It yeah. works. It works out her uncle at least. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, they're the standards for a reason, right? Classics. Um, well, Tim, I'm... we're not talking about poop or poopy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're talking about something. That in some cases, can look like poopy. Melt. I mean, maybe That's when they're true. in your mouth, but not in your hand, for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If they melt in your hand, you're allowed to uh, return yeah. them. M and M's look like poopy in your mouth, <laughs> not in your hand. <laughs> look, if they were decide to go with a comedic slant in their <laughs> ad campaign, why not? Yeah, I think my son could deliver that line by the time they get it all <laughs> implemented. Uh huh. Like a year or so, you get a. By the time what gets implemented? The marketing plan. Oh, I Once see. Once they buy all the cameras and say, we need somebody to say, looks like a poopy in your yeah. mouth, not in your hands. Uh, we're, we're making a new commercial. Buy some new cameras, <laughs> yeah, everybody. Exactly. Um, Tim, we're talking about M&M's. Uh, I think partially inspired by your recent trip to the M&M store in Times Square. Yeah, Tom. Well, it's a real chicken and egg situation here. <laughs> the origin of this episode. Uh-huh. Because I was like... Uh, I had tried uh, caramel M and M. Yes, I tried them recently too, and I was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I've never had a caramel M&M before. Right. And I'm going and looking up what other varieties of M&M are there. And I've seen all these different varieties. There's an insane variety nowadays. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Times Square next week. Don't ask me why I was in Times Square. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to do a whole episode on M&Ms. You, you read in a book that there's a lot of peep shows there. And you didn't realize it was outdated information. Yeah, yeah. I read, uh, I, I read a lot of guides from the seventies for 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 big cities. Yeah, if you saw Tim walking around, uh, it looked like uh, he had two pocketfuls of quarters in Times Square a couple a of weeks big ago. Brown trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll go to the M and M store in mm-hmm. Times Square, and I'll get. All of these varieties. Yeah. And guess what? To get a bag of each of these, I'm, pro- I'm playing Times Square prices. prices. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to p- spend 30 35 bucks. It's something I'm willing to do for this right. podcast. You're paying out the nose, but it's it's all in the, the service of entertainment. Exactly. So I go there. Mm-hmm. The worst time of day, too. Like midday. Yeah. Um, pushing through the crowds. Tom, mm-hmm. You know what you really can't buy at the M&M store? M&M's. M&M's. Yeah. You could buy like gift packs. The the yeah, cheapest yeah. way that I could see to buy M&M's was like, Probably a, like a share bag or something. Like a $30 gift pack <laughs> that came with like some like plastic yeah, cube uh, with one of the with the red M&M character yeah. on top, not some, even the sexy some, one. Some real trash that yeah. like the green, the sexy green one, mm-hmm. that was like double Now that's the price. different. Yeah. yeah. But, and I was like, I almost bought that just to display in my home. <laughs> right. Even even if it didn't come with them, any M&Ms yeah, at all. Yeah, no, no. That's just, she's an icon, Tom. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be talking about her, Tim. We, we got a lot, a lot of stuff to cover about M&Ms. So I left the M&M store furious. Mm-hmm. But um, I digress. Let's, let's, we got to get to the basics here, Tom. Well, Some let, people don't even know what M and M's. What, what are they talking about here? M and M's. The 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 rapper, the white rapper. No, oh, the white rapper. There, the the best rapper that's ever lived. That's who they're talking about. Uh, the guy that rhymes words that you didn't think rhymed, but they rhyme. They rhyme the way he says them, at yeah. least. Uh, what do you think about M and M? I think that's kind of my feeling too. Where I'm like, eh, not for me. I was never really a big fan of his, uh, like, in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, these are the classic albums, where it's like, yeah, yeah. like the edgelordy stuff, where it's yeah. like, hey, this is, my ex-wife is in the tied up in the trunk of my car, yeah, and I'm yeah. going to murder her, uh-huh. and it's just like, well, that just seems like, uh, I don't know, harassment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, terroristic threats yeah, he's being like, made. All right, I'll I'll clean it up for the next one. I'll make it about somebody who wants to kidnap me. <laughs> but then, I'll sing from their perspective. Yeah, and then they'll die at the end. Yeah, and kill their girlfriend. I think is that what happens at I the end of so. uh, Stan? Yeah, and and now that's uh you know a, a, a phrase within pop culture. Yeah, to stand. Somebody. You know how long it took me to to make that connection. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I made that connection right. I probably I hear slang a long time before you. You do. hear slang before me, and you're always. Uh, this is the one time it, it was appropriate, but you always shoehorn something into like. If I hear something, it probably came from an Eminem lyric at some point. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's where I get a lot of uh, the yeah, things that I like to talk about. You just pour over the first about. few Eminem albums and be like, how does this I don't even to listen Ron to them. I just read it. 
And just yeah, yeah, you re- yeah you've never heard an Eminem song, right? I, I've heard him. It's just not for me. Yeah. I, tur- I turned it off halfway through the first one. <laughs> so you just, you just I just like the the poetry yeah. of the lyrics. Uh, Tim, uh, let me tell you about how M and M's were created. M and M's are a multicolored button shaped chocolates, each of which has the letter M printed in lowercase in white on one side, consisting of a candy shell surrounding a filling, which varies depending upon the variety of M&M's. Tim, if somebody's listening to this podcast and they don't know what an M&M is, go to the hospital. There's something wrong. They don't serve M&M's at the hospital, Tom. No, not they serve to get medicine some. there. I'm saying you, you need moron. to go because something's happened to you and you've forgotten something everybody knows about. Tom, Everybody knows about Tom, M&M's. Nobody check your privilege. <laughs> Not everybody knows what M&M's are. Tim, you, you know, you're always sending me texts where there are claps in the middle of everything uh-huh, you say, and now uh-huh. you're doing it in real life. I don't like it at all. I don't care what <laughs> you're, you you're, like. You're always behind on all the, the slang and everything everybody's uh, My does. slang game is on fleek, Tom. <sighs> If you know how to download a podcast and you don't know what an M&M is. Download a podcast? What is stream it? Stream a podcast. Yeah, everybody's streaming these days, Tom. Look, I don't... If somebody is a weirdo that doesn't know what M&Ms are but knows what podcasts are, I don't know what they're doing. They might be getting their podcast via mail service. They might be in prison. They might have been in prison since... Uh, like the forties before uh, uh, M and M's were. Yeah, and so what? I all right. In that one we, case, oh, we don't want people who have <laughs> who have been incarcerated listening to the show to learn about the candies that we all know and love. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you're right. They they have to get acclimated for when they get out. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be out in the the first day. You're seeing all these new candies you never heard of. It can it be overwhelming. You, drives you crazy. All of a sudden, they throw you back in the clink, back in the slammer. Exactly. Because you were. Uh, what uh, we're doing here is inciting re- re- a riot. You know, reducing recidivism rates by introducing people to candies uh-huh. um, that might be unfamiliar to them when they're when they're released from prison. <laughs> in, in a safe. Managed way over yeah, the course of an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know, not just you walk into a store, bam, it's in your face. All these different flavors too. No, we're gonna and are these guys in. alive? Who the M and M's? Oh yeah, right? if you've it's only confusing. seen the commercials. Yeah, then you know you get you out of prison that. and you go in. They do exist, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you freaking uh, turn. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you go to a manic episode. Yeah, and then they throw you back in. People there, yeah. So we don't want you to go back. Tim, M&Ms were created by Forrest Mars Sr. Mm. That's quite a name. Forrest Mars? Yeah. Um, Is Mars the real name? Yeah, Veronica Mars. All right. Uh, Forrest Mars, son of the Mars Candy founder, uh, had a falling out with his illustrious father and in 1932 went to England to try and go to loan in the confectionery business. This is from uh, mentalfloss.com, by the way. Story goes that a visit to Spain during the country's civil war, he observed soldiers eating chocolate candies encased in a hard sugary shell. This was a revelation. Wait, he just stole it from soldiers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, stolen valor. Stolen, M&Ms are stolen valor. Quite literally. Uh, this is a revelation of Mars, who, like any good candy maker, knew that chocolate sales plummeted during the summertime for obvious reasons. 
but it may also be a cover for a much less revolutionary truth that Mars copied the idea from another company mm. it, rather than uh, uh, Spanish soldiers. English candy maker Rountons, yeah, Round, Round Trees, sorry, of York came out with Smarties. The hard-shelled chocolate candies in 1937. That's not what I know Smarties to be, Tom. I think they had to change. Uh, this is like a Dennis the Menace situation where there's a a British Smarties and then a, a U.S. Smarties. What are you talking about with Dennis? This is a Dennis the Menace situation. You know the, the Dennis the Menace that uh, is beloved in U.K. Uh-huh. culture is, is different. Not, is not... You don't know about the no. UK I don't know Dennis about the British Dennis the Menace. He's what, an actual menace, like a like a bag. Like We've a talked villain? about this. This is the 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 UK. He's got black hair. Yeah, I think I've seen this guy before, but I didn't realize he was Dennis the Menace. He's Dennis the Menace. He's a British Dennis the Menace. Yeah, he wears like a Freddy Krueger shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he and he's a real piece of shit because like. <laughs> You know our Dennis the Menace? You're like, he's Stop not- getting so mad at cartoon characters. <laughs> our Dennis the Menace isn't that much of a menace. No, he's mostly just a menace to Mr. Wilson. He's just an inquisitive child. That some well, freaking old man is yeah, like, get out of here. I don't he, like kids. Look, he goes too far sometimes. But when does he go too far? When he put the radio inside the, the barbecue grill that Mr. Wilson was building, and then he was like, help, I'm stuck in the barbecue grill. And Mr. Wilson had to take the whole thing apart. Yeah, but that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty. And not to Mr. Wilson. He yeah, looked that, like he was about to have an aneurysm about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that guy actually like died on set. I think <laughs> I think the guy that played Mr. Wilson in the 1950s. Uh, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace, like... Uh, he must have been a method actor or something. <laughs> <laughs> he got so mad. The same thing happened to Alf's dad. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's his son. His son became <laughs> Alf's dad. <laughs> all right, we're off the rails. We got to talk about M&M's. Uh, all right, yeah. I, is it just that Dennis the Menace? Like, that's just a fun name to say. So, like, enough people came up with, like, yeah. hey, Dennis the Menace. Yeah, but they came out in, like, the same year or yeah. something. It was, like, oh, real right. coincidence. Mm. Um, anyway, so uh, uh, Smarties, some people say, is what gave this guy his idea. And he came up with uh, the manufacturing process, patented it. Does this mean anything to you? Oh, Smarty. No. Yeah, okay. What, what is that? It's a Sesame Street reference, a recent <laughs> Sesame Street reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not caught up on uh, recent Sesame Street, unfortunately. Uh, but they anyway. What did you say? They say poopy now. On it. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they do, according to my son. He learned <laughs> I it. learned it from Sesame Street. Well, then we got to let you say it. Big Bird said it. Count he, said it, yeah. He said, I'll, I'll be back. I got to take a poopy. Um, so after this guy came up with the idea, he approached Bruce. I would like to say, first off, uh, uh, this guy, uh, uh, Forrest Mars. Uh, wait, Forrest Mars Sr., son of the founder? How is he seen? Oh, I guess later he had a son. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that's still Who confusing. Who needs to go to a hospital now? I thought that was like on his birth certificate. Forrest <laughs> Mars Sr. Anyway. Um, that's a good way to entrap your kid, though. Yeah, make sure that they have to name their, their son if they have one... Uh, the same name you name them, yeah. Which, like, why would you care if it's not your name? Yeah, 
And it can't be your name, otherwise that would make them. Well, junior you could have the... different middle names. Because yeah. me, my dad, and my grandpa are all Toms, but we have different middle names, right. so we're not juniors and the third and all that. That's why you don't have to uh, uh, reference me as uh, Thomas Rell's the third. Uh-huh. That stinks. Are you <laughs> a little bummed about that? No, I like that. I because uh, I would have never wanted to be a junior. You know, yeah, but you would have been a third. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to be a third either. I could have been a junior if my dad was like, no, this this uh, madness with different middle names ends here. Yeah. I feel like people don't name their kids their names anymore as often. No, right? I think I Is think it because of the out- phone? The phone. Because I just know the telephone, that was that was what made me so mad about me and my dad having the same name. Because somebody uh, would call and they'd be like, well, half the time they thought I was my mom, first off. Yeah. And then they uh, like, oh, hi, uh, you must be Mrs. No, I'm mm. Tom. Oh, you're who I wanted to talk to. And then the man of the house. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's because phones, because like everybody has like even my parents have cell phones now. They don't have a, uh, a house, house phone. phone. Really? Yeah. Um, which I've been know. thinking about making some prank calls to your house phone well, lately. Oh, I want. Uh, maybe we should uh, see who has that number now. Yeah, that would be so interesting. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's uh, someone interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a celebrity. I think it's more that our generation mm-hmm. has lower self-esteem, and uh, <laughs> like, I, like I know what yeah, I would find so much more. It's like. He doesn't. He won't want my name. What does he want to be Tim named Junior. the same as me? Like ah, yeah. he's got to be better than me. He'll, you know, yeah. he, I don't want to saddle him with this. With the burden of, of yeah. being me. Already, I mean, uh, he's saddled with like, how's he ever going to come up with a better podcast than this? I know, yeah. And right? every every podcast he comes up with is going to be measured up against exactly. This one. It's it's unfair to him. Yeah. Even uh, the first one, Poopies, the podcast. Tom, this kid started a podcast. It would rocket up the charts, <laughs> surpass would, us in the Massacre first day. us. Um, so anyway, this guy, uh, Forrest Mars, he comes up with M&M's. He goes to, Bru- oh, I was going to say, like, uh, pretty good work for a Nepo baby. You know, he's yeah. working for his dad's chocolate company. He comes up with M&M's. Yeah, steals it from either soldiers <laughs> or uh, another company. Yeah. Um, he approached Bruce Murray. Do you know who that is? Uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. He's no different name. He's uh, the son of Hershey's company president, William Murray. N- not the current president, president at the time. Uh, and he's like, hey, let's go into business together. And uh, uh, he turned out to be a strategic ally for Mars since Hershey's dominated the production of ration chocolate during World War II. Murray received a 20% share in the company, and for several years, M&Ms were made using Hershey's chocolate. The two M's didn't see eye to eye, and uh, um, in 1949... So it's Mars and... Mars and, and Murray is Mars the M&M. And, Murray. and huh. Mars bought Murray out for a million dollars in 1949, which is probably like half the money in the world at the time, <laughs> and uh, took control of it. And that's why some people think that because uh, the signature M was not stamped on the candies until 1950. And they they were stamping it in black instead of white. So it's probably like harder to see up against the yeah. uh, 
Especially back then, they had like a lot of darker. I colors. wonder what the colors. I bet it, it was not as vibrant. I think we no, see it was an nowhere. Old, no, an old it was bag of M and M's. Especially you'd be like, "Where the hell's the blue?" And then you'd also be like, "All oh, these colors are drab." No, because the the reason blue came about was because in the nineties they decided, look, we have brown and tan. Yeah, <laughs> we do not need these two. Everybody just thinks is brown and light brown. So let's get rid of tan and replace it with something. But yeah, you look at the old colors and it's like yellow, brown, tan, maroon. Yeah. Uh, Fun candy assholes. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, back then that was Kids fun. go bonkers over maroon. Back then, kids went bonkers over light brown. <laughs> Just seeing something in a, uh oh, in green, I guess. They had yeah. green. Well, too. there's always, they always had to have some sexiness to them. Well, these were all like earth tones, kind of. Yeah. Except for the green, she wears high heels. Uh, but yeah, so the the M's didn't didn't come until a year after the split, so a lot of people interpreted that as like he, him stamping his authority, like, I'm the true M. Look, just one M on these candies. Right. Like, I can't just change the name to M's, even though he probably could have probably gotten away with it. Yeah, M&M's is a good name. It is a good name. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, so you want to keep the, the name. The white rapper himself will tell you that. Uh, yeah, he was like, I got to come up with a good name that's easy to rap with when I'm in these rap battles. It's got to really... Uh, uh, can't ruin my flow. Yeah. M&M's, that's what I'll name myself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, M&M's. And everybody was like, ooh, put their hands out. Yeah. Thinking somebody was going to come on stage and, and give everybody a little bit of M&M's. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, first night he didn't. He got booed. And yeah. so every rap battle after that, he showed up with... Uh, he brought enough for everyone. Yeah, a bunch of fun-sized packets. M&M's is probably like the best, one of the best like shareable candies for that reason, right? In that so, they're very small. Yeah. If somebody's like, oh, you got a Hershey bar? Let me get a, let me get some of that. It's like, oh, you, you get a square. I mean, I guess a Hershey bar is another <laughs> easy example. Uh, let me get some of that Snickers bar. You yeah. can't do that. I'm going to no, get you, nougat all over my hands. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, hey, if you can get a knife. Mm-hmm. I can slice a right, yeah, but like, that's all right. But that's a pain. Bring yeah. silverware into you this. Get a take a knife to candy. Were you out of your mind? Yeah, psychos. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Tim, we've been doing a lot of talking about M&M's. One thing we haven't been doing is eating M&M's. Hell yeah. On Mike. (laughs) On Mike, your favorite thing. So you didn't even have to go all the way to Times Square to get these M&M's? No, I just went to my my normal grocery store. You can't buy a freaking bag of M&M's at the M&M store. I know. Jesus Christ, you've said already. (laughs) It's insane. (laughs) You buy like a big M&M's jacket? I did. Uh, Tim, here are the M&M's I got. Surprisingly, they were out of peanut M&M's. What the fuck? At the store. Oh, at yeah. the store. All right. Yeah, I, was, the... I was thinking it was the M&M <laughs> store again. <laughs> Which... Stop getting hung up on this. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. Tom, uh, I just want to mm-hmm. just see, so you know, you're editing this week? Yeah. First of all, bleep out all the cusses that I've been saying. But second of all, I'm in a bad mood. Sorry, yeah, I've been yeah, I'll get, and I'll, I'll take all the poopies out. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, second of all, uh, make sure Eminem's is stylized in lowercase. Oh, is it always? Yeah. Huh. Look at the look at the package. These don't look like. Oh yeah, I guess they are, yeah. but they're big. Huh. <laughs> what a thunk. <laughs> Tim, here, here are the flavors I got. They were out of peanuts. And they were out of peanut butter. Those they, are two of my favorites, Tom. Yeah, the peanut butter is a good one. Um, they weren't out, but I think it was like they only had like big bags available. I was, right. I'll eat them if I buy that. Yeah. So I got regular milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate now is just a flavor of M&M's. Isn't that crazy? It's not. Just, it's, uh, yay. Caramel. Caramel or caramel, as some people may say. Fudge brownie. That's what I was looking for, Tom. <laughs> That's why I went to the goddamn M&M store in Times Square. And pretzel. Pretzel? Yeah. Do you, okay. I didn't even know about pretzel. L- let's start with fudge brownie, maybe. Yeah. Since uh, it seems like- I he- thought that pretzel one was going to be uh, cookies. There's one that has like cookies in the center, and it was so bad I- spit it out one time wow and you that's what you were looking for i thought it was no it was was gonna be a uh it was gonna be uh i thought it was gonna be a peanut oh the brownie one is good i got a red one see how it tastes tastes like a brownie Mm. what do you think yeah don't say it's like a brownie it doesn't taste that much like a brownie. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, I think the ratio mm-hmm. 
of shell to chocolate yeah. in a normal M&M uh-huh. is fine for an M&M. <laughs> but not fine for a what? But then when you get something like this fudge brownie and they it's bigger and the mm-hmm. shell is the same. It's the same thickness, yeah. Same thickness. Mm-hmm. And you realize more chocolate on the inside, whether it be in brownie form or even probably just if they increase the amount of milk chocolate in there. Uh-huh. Not a bad thing. Net positive, I think. Well, it's interesting you say that, Tim, because um, I'm going to crack open these pretzel ones since that's another new flavor to you. And we're, I, we To are, me? Like what you've been eating M&M pretzels? I've, I've had pretzel M&Ms before. Um, well, I was going to say it's interesting you say that about the shell because uh, a lot of people, M&M enthusiasts, are real into M&M minis. Right. Because the shell to chocolate ratio is different. Right. Because uh, as the name implies, M&M minis are mini M&Ms for anybody that hasn't seen these. They come in little tubes. They come in a tube, which is very useful. Yeah. And which, by the way, is what original M&Ms came in. They came in a cardboard tube. Wow. And uh, uh, then like uh, later they switched to because I guess I've, I've because of the war. Is the war effort? Um, I think it was because they were giving them to troops. Mm. And it was like, well, this will hold up a little better than a bag or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then later they switched to the bags. The Do you have any ginger? That, huh? Do you have any ginger? Ginger, like just raw ginger? Yeah, I want to cleanse my palate. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have anything for you to cleanse your palate with. You're going to have to cleanse it with beer. Okay. Uh, or another M&M. I'm going to eat an orange uh, pretzel. It doesn't matter what the color is. These ones are real crunchy. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know about these pretzel ones. The pretzel in there. I like it, but are we calling this an M&M? What well, defines I mean, an... it looks like an M&M. Yeah, what defines an M&M? The candy shell? I think just a c- chocolate and a candy shell, yeah. Can you put, um, I don't know. Don't say poopies. Yeah, it's gonna say poopies actually. Um, broccoli in a candy shell. It's broccoli M and M's. You probably could. Tim. Is there chocolate in this? Yes. I can't tell. Yeah, it's not just pretzel. I wasn't allowed to properly cleanse my palate. <laughs> you were allowed to. You just didn't have. Uh, uh, you didn't bring ginger with you to uh, cleanse your palate. Okay. Oh, yeah. interesting cross. I, I I I bit off some of the, uh, uh-huh, the, the candy see, yeah. shell. Tim, Tim's doing some investigating. <laughs> it's work. a little uh, pretzel circle here, and I think it's even got some salt on it. I would hope. Pretzel? Yeah, I'm. Actually... I'm not getting the salty and sweet that yeah, I want. Yeah, that's from what it, I was though. gonna say. So that... maybe there's not. If there's salt, it's definitely not enough salt. And I'm looking through a list of like all their. Flavors. I think this includes like all the flavors that they've put out that you know aren't available anymore. And I'm kind of surprised to see that uh, there there doesn't appear to be just like a salt one, a salt like or like salted chocolate or even yeah. like salted peanut M and M's or something. Uh, Tim, here's some of the most popular flavors. Uh, regardless, I mean, I don't know what they're going by. This taquitos.net, the worldwide leader in snacks. 
Well, what do you mean? What are they going by? They're going by their their expertise. I guess the worldwide taquitos. Taquitos dot net. It's the worldwide leader in snacks. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess I the taquitos even heard of them. a snack, but I don't know. It's not an in the app. same way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a like snack. a prepared food. Yeah, I just don't like when they're like, hey, uh, want a snack? Here's mozzarella sticks. That's not a snack. That's an app, asshole. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> if somebody said, hey, you that, want a, if you want a snack, here's some mozzarella sticks, you'd be mad? Yeah, no, give me a cracker, uh, something crunchy. Hey, get rid of those mozzarella sticks. I don't want that. I want a snack, not an app. Here's what they claim are the most popular flavors. Strawberry peanut butter. Tom, mm-hmm. strawberry is not a verb. Uh, you can't strawberry something. <laughs> they strawberryed this peanut butter. Yeah, I, that that strikes me as like some uh, like legal thing. Yeah, they have to say. Um, I think I've had those. Uh, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, kind of. Yeah, which I'm in favor of. Yeah, I think it's... But there's also chocolate involved. Yeah, this is the case with a lot of candies that I like. The first time I have them, I go, oh, this tastes like medicine. And then I eat the whole bag, and I go, ah, yeah. that's pretty good. I like that. Medicine sometimes tastes sometimes good. Sometimes medicine tastes yeah. good. And some, hey, sometimes it makes you feel good. What medicine are you talking about? I'm talking about the good stuff. God's medicine. <laughs> um. The next most popular one, which I've never seen, never heard about, uh, wild cherry M and M's. Wild cherry. Wild, wild cherry. cherry. They say. Um, what is that? Is, is there an actual meant to be a cherry inside? The way that there was a pretzel inside. The inside seem to be uniformly cherry flavored chocolate, as opposed to cherry bits embedded in the chocolate. Oh, uh, I don't want that. I they bet tasted that tastes- like chocolate covered cherries. Yeah, I would eat a chocolate-covered cherry if I wanted that, because I got a lot of those. (laughs) You don't have a lot of those. Um, You know what stinks about cherries in the real world, Tom? Apparently a strong taste. Uh, They don't taste good. They don't taste as good as cherry-flavored things. Many of them have pits. Yeah. Yeah, I like pits and things. uh, uh, Watermelons nowadays. Even you get a watermelon with pits. Not seeds, a lot of pits there. Seeds. seeds, yeah. Not a lot of seeds in there. Really? That's what I feel like. We got a seedless watermelon. There uh, were those white seeds, but I guess those don't count. Yeah, you can just I think eat you those. can just eat those. Yeah. I mean, you can eat another. Like, a watermelon plant isn't going to grow in your belly, Tom. Uh, that's what you were told. Well, I'm not about to find out the hard way. Uh, they're The next most popular flavor listed, again, this is not one that I've, I've even heard about before. Caramel cold brew M&M's. Hmm. The special edition of M&M's came in large pieces with fairly typical color assortment. Oh, I guess some of them have uh, different color assortments. Hmm. Uh, the core of each was caramel. I, don't, I'm, I think I'm against that. Uh, what? Oh, think, you're always I, using the same colors? I th- no, I think, I, think, I think they should always use the same colors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I guess That's what makes an M&M an M&M. Yeah, but I guess sometimes they kind of like to, you know, uh, say, oh, okay, uh, this flavor, we're just going to put like these two colors because it's it's like a minty flavor. So we're just going to have like green and white as the colors. Right. In the case of crunchy mint M&Ms, green, white and brown, it looks like were the colors there. 
Tom, uh, mm-hmm. so that's coffee flavored? Caramel coffee flavored because there's also uh, coffee nut M&M's, crunchy espresso M&M's. Where are where do you find these things? Tim, I told you, taquitos.net. No, no, no. Where like how would you purchase these? Are these like limited edition? Yeah, a like- lot of these. I think they're listing everything that like M&M's uh, have ever put out and some of these were I think pretty uh limited editions. I mean, they have things like uh M&M's peanut Darth mix and M&M's peanut Jedi mix that I guess were like a uh, Star, Star Trek, Wars yeah. movie um, tie-ins. Odd fellows uh, ice cream time. I went there and mm-hmm. I got a I got a coffee ice cream today. It's a pick me up. I bet uh, when you walked in to Odd Fellows, they I said, said, "Oh, you're right at home. Welcome home." Yeah, uh, I got the coffee crunch ice cream. Uh huh. Tom, would you buy this? Would you buy me this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have enough money, and they threw me out. I said I'd be back tomorrow. This is this is how they they describe the coffee crunch ice cream. Mm-hmm. Coffee ice cream with a salty and bitter homemade coffee soil. Ew, soil. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, like you're thinking. Best case scenario, it's just gonna be coffee grounds, right? Yeah. Worst case, it tastes like dirt. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. The uh, do you want to hear what is I think perhaps like the most uh, off the wall flavor that they that they had now we can move on mexican jalapeno peanut m&ms this is what i'm talking about why does that have to be mexican i yeah i don't know uh these m&ms part of a flavor contest also involving thai coconut and toffee versions so i guess maybe it was like a country if they had thai coconut instead of just coconut too right maybe it was like uh yeah represent or yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh, and uh, a subset of the usual colors, green, yellow, and red, that gave them a Mexican theme. Gotcha. Uh, apparently they they were uh, kind of spicy, like kind of didn't necessarily taste like jalapenos, but had some uh, some, some heat behind them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to try. Oh, that. it says at the bottom here: this snack was discovered by Jeremy at CVS Health. Review published March 2019. Ah, thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. And then they've got like a bunch of, you know. uh, It's funny that they name a store CVS Health (laughs) and then sell jalapeno Well, they stopped selling cigarettes there. Yeah. So now they're all about health. Um, I was reading a thing actually about M&Ms that like, uh, uh, I'm going to, get a lot wrong here because i didn't take any notes but something about like uh the government was trying to pass like some legislation about uh putting like additional sugar added labels on things and like uh mars was apparently one of the companies that was like yeah do it see if we care well mars would Probably benefit from that because everybody knows that candy has added sugar. Right. But does everybody know that a granola bar has added sugar? Yeah, maybe that's so it's what just it like, was. That they're hey, like, everything's got sugar in it. And we are just like getting hammered by people like, oh, don't eat that stuff. There's sugar in it. If people yeah. see that everything has sh- sugar in it. Yeah, that's true. That kind of, that that makes sense. I mean, I think we've talked about like, uh, you know, the online fact where people are like, 
Did you know that a can of Coke has as much sugar in it as two Cadbury eggs? And that just makes me think like, eh, it doesn't make either of them sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so but I, get, I do think it's like, hey, let me let me uh, like reach for this thing that I think is healthy, like a right. granola bar. And yeah, get, yeah. Like, there's sugar in it. Well, I might as well be eating M and M's, which yeah. tastes yeah. better. Let yeah. me go to get M and M's. Oh yeah, let me get M and M's. Yeah, people know that M and M's like uh, they're not really hiding anything. It's like it's chocolate covered in candy. Yeah. So it does feel like um, they're healthy. <laughs> they're healthier than other candies. I think just because they're uh, smaller, guys. Again, yeah. I just want to check and see if they uh, (laughs) if they are healthy. They come in a purple bag. They do. Yeah, I I didn't look at the colors. If it's like a subset of colors, the pretzel ones don't appear to be. And now the mascot. I think we we should talk about real quick. The mascots. Yeah. Um. So you got the the yellow the the red guy. I just had a good peanut one here, and let me tell you, half the chocolate is missing. And what? the peanut was exposed to the air, and I think that made the, or not peanut, pretzel, was exposed to the air, and I think it kind of softened up the pretzel in a good way. Huh. Maybe I'll bite all these in half and put them back in the bag for a few days. All right, Tom, you got the red M&M, who's like, uh, how would you describe him? Angry, kind of? Yeah. Sarcastic? Yeah, but he's like also like the default guy, right, in the commercials? Like, he's yeah. in most of them? He's the star. He's kind of like uh, Raphael from the Ninja Turtles, who also is red. Raphael was the star, you think? No, but like he's in a lot. They always include. I guess they always include all of them. He's voiced. There's a recent comic run where all the Ninja Turtles have died except for Raphael. Wow, tragic. Yeah. Um. The red. Okay. Damn, I was gonna these say brownie ones are good. I know. I was gonna <laughs> say this red M and M. I don't know how they did this. It tastes like a brownie. I mean, they probably put brownie ingredients. I don't in think. It. I well, it's not like it's like. How do you get a brownie taste out of just sugar and chocolate? <laughs> I don't. It just you put sugar and chocolate in something. The texture. I mean, I can't. It's hard to tell because there's about 200 ingredients in this thing. Uh, what exactly it is, but uh, but they nailed it. It tastes like a brownie. It feels like a brownie. It has a brownie mouthfeel. Hey, if you're craving a brownie, check out these M&Ms. Um, so the red m and I was going to mm-hmm. uh, describe him as like, he's kind of like a John Lovitz character. Yeah. Voiced by John Lovitz. Oh, is he? Well, currently, I think voiced by Billy West. Oh, okay, yeah. He does a lot of stuff. Tons of voice. Yeah. But uh, John Lovett's probably got too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, and Billy West. Uh, I would think Billy West isn't super cheap either. No. Although I saw, him, work with. I saw him at a Comic-Con one time, and he was just at a table next to uh, uh, one, of the, one of the lesser-known Ramones. I forget which one. <laughs> And uh, and like, like oh, there's a Jake Ramon, <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, was the fourth drummer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was somebody that when I walked by, I was like, is that just a guy with long hair? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, hair over his eyes, and and he's just like, ah, oh, more of the Ramones. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was, and they had like a sign. I think Billy West had a sign at his booth that like 
something that said like don't ask him to do voices which oh, makes really? sense yeah. because it's like yeah that's his livelihood and i'm sure some of those voices are like straining to do uh he doesn't want to just do voices all day at a booth and then people go yeah all right bye like, well, I, think, I think you had to buy something if you wanted uh the the monkey to do his tricks yeah but i think like you should also like have to do it <laughs> <laughs> if somebody asks. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's what the guy does. Like, if you're not paying him, I don't think he has to do it for free. I mean, I also don't understand why you would really care about meeting him <laughs> unless. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's got great stories about doing the voices, but like, oh, that's probably how you can trick him. You're probably like, ah, tell me a story about uh, one of these voices. And you know he's gonna get into the story and he's gonna start doing the yeah. Voice. And then you're gonna see he's gonna do like the evolution of the voice. Like mm-hmm. originally, I was trying to do yeah, a thing I like this. Yeah. 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 Um, Tom, the yellow Eminem. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna before we move off of red. Did you know red was uh, gone for a while? The color, the color, uh, the red Eminem was gone for a while. In the early seventies, a Russian study came out linking the red food dye. Amaranth, also known as red number two, to cancer in humans. Subsequent testing never proved the ingredient to be dangerous, uh, but it was banned in 1968. Although red M&Ms don't contain amaranth, the company pulled the color and replaced it with orange to avoid any confusion. For 10 years, the now iconic red M&M stayed on the bench. Wait, for what years was it? It was, uh, I think... uh, 72 to 82 it's comeback began in 1982 when an oh that's when it began an undergrad at the university of tennessee named paul herthmon decided to create the society for the resurrection and preservation of red m&ms the organization was a spoof on junk mail campaigns that were popular at the time and asked people to send 99 cents for a lifetime membership the joke quickly caught on in 1983 herthman Received a membership application from none other than the PR manager at M&M's Mars. Hmm. So, yeah, for 10 years. So, I guess, like, somewhere mid-70s to mid-80s, it, uh, it was... Before it was, I was born and then and before I was candy. able to eat candy. Yeah. Thank God they got all that cleared up. So, that's probably why he's front and center nowadays, because it was probably, like, a big campaign, and then it was, like... Now red is the famous M&M color. Yeah. And then, I mean. John Lovitz himself. Yeah. Stepped up to the plate. I mean, probably like, you know, good 10, 15 years later, but. John Lovitz started in uh, 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yellow in the commercials. A big uh, fucking doofus. Yeah, he's a big doof. He's uh, portrayed Duh. as a peanut M&M. Yeah, I got a peanut in my brain. Yeah. Originally, 1995, mm-hmm. voiced by. Who? John Goodman. Oh, really? So I think this classic commercial where uh-huh. um, the red and yellow M&M uh, encounter Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and they go, they That's do John exist, Goodman? and he goes, they do exist, and faints, and he goes, oh, Santa? I think that's John Goodman and John Lovitz. Oh, wow. Mixing it up. The two Johns together at last. Yeah. What they a... must have done some stuff on SNL when John Goodman was hosting it. Yeah, point, right? yeah. 
I was going to say, what what a guy John Goodman is, huh? John Goodman. Nobody's got anything bad to say about him. I got one thing bad to say about him. <laughs> or uh, uh, You don't so, like his delivery if they do exist. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> this is what I want to say to John Goodman. Gain the weight back. <laughs> no, I think he he lost the weight for his health. I know. And he's still like a big, like he's still like very tall and like broad. Yeah, I know. Just... You know, I will never it's when you know how you get like dumb shit ingrained in your brain for no reason from when you're a kid. Yeah. Fifteen times today. I have ingrained in my brain uh, a supermarket checkout magazine like a National Enquirer type. Where th- this must have been like the, I guess the nineties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they had like a, uh, psychic and the front page was like psychic tells us their predictions for the next year. And one of their predictions was John Goodman is going to lose a bunch of weight and become one of the big hunks in Hollywood. Oh, what year was this? Probably like 1993 or something. Okay. He never became, he's not a hunk now. No, but he's a beloved actor. He's great. Yeah, he was, he's always been, people have always liked him though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even Roseanne. Even Roseanne. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what color is next? Uh, Do you, I know what you want to talk about, you little pervert. No, I'm going to go to green, uh, to, to, oh, I'm going to go to, <laughs> sorry, who's got green on the mic? Freudian slip. I, I'm going to go to blue. Okay. Because blue is uh, the newest one to be introduced, Tom, right? Well, I think the newest mainline one for sure, I think. Yeah, yeah this is why. It's like, but uh, or is purple. Yeah, but I don't think purple's like a regular everyday color. Oh, I have a regular pack of M&Ms I can, I can uh, look at here. No, I see on the regular M&Ms, green, yellow, blue, orange, red. No purple. There is a purple M M&M, and M, but but you know not all the time. Okay, um, none of these M and Ms I got have any special colors. That's fine. No, it's not fine. I'm mad. I buy Tom, four packs of M and Ms. Colors are freaking carcinogens. Like <laughs> they're all carcinogens. So you might as well put some fun ones in there. Um, blue, Tom. Mm-hmm. So there is a genius marketing campaign. Yeah, there was a contest. Yeah. <laughs> you saw it as a contest. I saw it as a marketing campaign <laughs> where they were like, we're introducing a new you color. Want another one? Yeah. I'm just staring at them. We're going to introduce <laughs> a new color to the M&M's, and this is a, we're going to make this into an uh, event. Yeah. And it worked on me. It's like, <laughs> what year was this? 1995, 1996? Uh, in the mid-90s, Mars decided that having both a tan and a brown was redundant. And a bit too dreary for a modern candy brand. Mm-hmm. So they decided to replace tan with pink, purple, or blue in a customer-consumer voting campaign that proved immensely popular. Um, fans eventually chose blue, of course, but 20 years later, there are those who look back fondly on tan as a muted relic of a bygone era. Um, what asshole wrote this? Um, Tom? Uh-huh. You didn't write that, did you? Was that mentalfloss.com? <laughs> that was mentalfloss. It wasn't me. Um, uh, I do think uh, it was a lot uh, of fun. Pop open these caramels. To call 
an 800 number. It was an 800 number, right? Yeah, and talk to one of the M&Ms. No, there was a, a number that you would call to vote for blue. There was a number that you would call to vote for purple. There was a number that you'd call to vote for pink. To me, there's a classic boys against girls, <laughs> and they were they split the girl yeah, vote. Yeah, they split the vote on purple and pink. Mm-hmm. Also, pink is too close to red. I mean, blue's a primary color. Of course it's going to win. That's true. I mean... Because it's like, you know, the missing primary color in those. Yeah, but you can say blue is represented in purple. Yeah, but... That's half of it. <laughs> but I want the whole thing. I mean, that's that's the problem there, is that purple is a mix of two colors. One of the colors that's running. And then pink is just light red. Blue... I'm not th- I knew, as soon as I saw those commercials, I knew the turnout. I didn't get too invested in calling up. I, I called up a lot. <laughs> and it turns out uh, my wife, who I did mm-hmm. not know at the time, mm-hmm. was also very, uh, she exercised her, her, her what, right. what was she voting for? I think she was a blue lady. Oh, wow. And she was sad. A gender traitor. Um, Tom, uh, the blue in the commercials. Mm-hmm. Is uh, uh, supposed to be cool. Yeah. And he's an almond M&M. Oh. Have you had an almond M&M? Yeah. Not regularly. I don't like to make a habit out of it, but I think I've had an almond M&M. I think I've felt that like the almond, I like almonds a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like like almond paste. I don't like things that taste like almonds that aren't almonds. Do you not like uh, rainbow cookies? No, I don't. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. It grosses uh. me out. But I like almonds. Um, but I think another thing about almonds that ca- can gross me out sometimes is like uh, the like quality of almonds somebody like M&M's is using <laughs> to make. Because yeah. uh, they're like, like we, we just need the almonds to be tiny enough to fit in an M&M. Yeah. And then when you hear how much, like, uh, like when you buy a package of almonds, mm-hmm. it's like, like if you can't, like, M&M's isn't good. The Mars Corporation is not going to be spending this much money on almonds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you buy, you buy like, a nice thing of almonds. It costs more than uh, an equally sized thing at M&M's. Uh, read between the lines. One time I was out of it in a Trader Joe's like 15 years ago, walking <laughs> around. Dazed and confused at Trader Joe's. <laughs> and some lady was buying, a, like I was in the nuts section buying some, <laughs> some nuts, and this lady bought this huge, put this huge bag of almonds in her cart, and uh-huh. I went, what are you going to do with all those almonds? <laughs> and what she said. I said it out loud, but I thought I was thinking it. <laughs> right. She didn't really respond. Yeah. Now your business. Yeah, it was more like I think I wasn't even asking. It was more rhetorical. Yeah, like you asked it under your breath, kind of. Yeah, what's she gonna do with all those almonds? Yeah, um, green, the sexy one. Green, the sexy one. Tell me why uh, green is the sexy one. Because it was rumored for years that the green M and M's were an aphrodisiac. Right. That that you know the in the same way the red ones could give you cancer. That the green food coloring had uh, had a different effect, and then uh, years later, M and M's decided to play into that 
by right. having a sexy M&M. And it worked. It worked like gangbusters. Uh, voiced by Cree Summer. Okay. Who know. is that, you ask? Uh, a voice actress. A voice actress who uh, uh, voiced Susie Carmichael on Rugrats. Oh, okay. And Elmira Duff on wow. Tiny Toon Adventures. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know what? She's got a sexy voice. Did you watch this? No, Elmira was uh, <laughs> was not was not sexy. She was a child that was obsessed with like hugging animals. Well, I'm saying the green M M&M and M's sexy. Yeah, you know, were you you? I remember you got really upset <laughs> when they changed her shoes. No, well, yeah, uh, no, when uh, the new Animaniacs came out mm-hmm. and they uh you were like where's the sexy nurse i can't wait for hello nurse to come <laughs> on and uh they they wrote oh, they her out of the show yeah, i don't think no. i even knew there was a new yeah. animaniacs wacko and yakko could no longer drool over a uh, wacko and yakko nurse. could no longer jacko to the i get it to the nurse um i i while we're speaking about female m&ms tim Currently, there are two female characters and four male ones. Adding another couple of female characters to balance out the ratio as possible, said, I think this is the president of M&M's they were mm. talking to. Yeah. But there are, quote, implications for the product itself. Namely, M&M's would have to add new permanent colors to the mix. Solution, then, was to give the female green and brown a promotion. <laughs> They'll have more prominent placement in ads with the aim of a little bit more gender balance, said Vincent. Here's my suggestion. Why do the M&Ms have genders? <laughs> Why not just make them genderless M&Ms? I don't even understand how they're speaking, let alone... Uh, uh, yeah, the anthropomorphizing of... Uh... Yeah. The food that you're gonna eat is just a weird, a weird marketing thing. There, there's also like a lot of weird M M&M and thing you're com- eating has a soul. Uh, a lot of weird M M&M and M commercials about people eating, like the the yeah the alive big, yeah the M&Ms. ones that are like probably 16 inches tall. Yeah, they're like the size of like a cat Which or would a be dog. Freaking delicious. I think that's the ratio speak. that I want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So now you're. <laughs> You're sympathizing with them, like ah. I would eat like a corpse of one of the. Not what I wouldn't be like. You're alive. Let me. Uh, let yeah, me, let me take a bite out. Yeah, of but you. once they die of natural causes, causes. <laughs> um, Tim, you don't want to eat him an M M&M and M that's died of natural causes. You want to eat one that's been hunted in the prime prime uh, of its life. The character for uh, the brown M M&M and M is called Ms. Brown. Okay. And I has, know it was uh, Vanessa Williams for it is it, yeah yeah it, uh, and uh, if you notice they all have uh, you know they're either uh, peanut mm-hmm. almond whatever yeah. um, often either dark chocolate milk chocolate and fudge brownie oh well that, I mean I I think I'm I'm pretty confident in saying fudge brownie is our favorite I think so Tom purple. Mm-hmm. Which I'm still not clear on when purple is used. Just sometimes. Uh, Amber Ruffin. Oh, hey, okay. I'm a big Amber Ruffin fan. Yeah. So that must be fairly new then if she's uh, the voice. Yeah. Huh. Um, and she's represented as uh, peanut caramel cold brew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vegan. Oh, vegan M&Ms. Okay. 
Uh, now I've seen everything. Um, <laughs> well, I guess the world's going to the toilet. Uh, hazelnut spread, which is just n- Nutella. N- yeah, which but they, they can't say Nutella. Like deal. Yeah. Um, huh. And then in the commercials, yeah. there's not a caramel. M&M. M&M, but there is a caramel guy huh? okay. that they're like, we're going to incorporate you into the M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they were talking to him? Yeah, they were talking to <laughs> We're going to incorporate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's like uh, the red M&M was talking to Caramel and being like, what do we do? Oh, so the other it? M&Ms decide this? Yeah. Not, not anybody higher up. The I mean, I don't think they like have like the CEO of Mars coming to be like, I'll be in the commercials and talk to the M&Ms. Not in the commercials, but, you know, behind the scenes. You know, dealing. I'm talking about in the commercials. And that was uh, the Caramel was voiced by David Cross. Oh, okay. Huh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's an orange guy. <laughs> if you li- never heard of. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. Uh, you can find all our social media links there. You can find me on social media at Tom Reynolds. Tell me at your uh, pal, Tim. Uh, your pal, Tim. And you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week, we're reading Waiting for Godot, a play. Godot. Gado, 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 G O D O, Gado. We we read a play like it were a book. Yeah, it came in a book form when I could saw it. It came in a PDF form the way I saw it. Oh. but sometimes books come that way. Yeah, P- when you th- pirate them, I didn't pirate. Sometimes it. a book comes without a cover. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get uh, the new books of podcast about waiting for Godot. Get uh, what did we talk about last week? Uh, 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 Catching the Big Fish. Yeah, by David Lynch. Yeah, and all the other books we've read, they're all on there. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, do you do you have any final thoughts about M and M's? I have I have one. I like them. Okay. I don't want to make this too uh, heady. Yeah, but. Uh, I think they might be the best candy line. They're pretty good candy. Like they're they're pretty consistent, and you don't have to worry about them melting. Yeah. Uh, two things. I I lied. I want to say two things about M and M's. The first one I lost track of in my notes. Oh, it was that uh, uh, in uh, Spielberg went to them. Steven for, Spielberg. Yeah, for E. T. Uh, and, yeah. and there was like a bunch of different stories about why they turned it down, but they He's did. He's like, I want to feature your candy in this yeah, movie yeah. as the thing that, uh, E.T. loves. Yeah, but, but I mean, it was still like a marketing deal. So like one of the stories is that like they didn't have the money in their marketing budget, like their budget had already been spent. Another one was that like, they were like this. A movie. shaved monkey is never going to. Yeah. yeah like, they're yeah. like, ah, this movie's not going to be big. So uh, Spielberg uh, went to Hershey's. He wanted Hershey Kisses, but the company insisted he used its new Reese's Pieces, which I think worked out well. Reese's Pieces, freaking rule. Yeah. And they're a ripoff of, uh, M&M's. of, M- of M&M's, but like in a good way. Yeah. Uh, Great I, artist steal. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing, uh, uh, Google. Google was having, Google famously has like free food and shit. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they were having a problem with uh, they were going through like tons and tons of M&Ms. So they uh, 
had a a special ops force of behavioral science PhDs conduct surveys of snacking patterns, collected data on the proximity of M&M's bins in a given employee, consulted academic papers on food psychology, and launched an experiment. And uh, guess what they found out, Tim? If they uh, put the M&M's in a, in a cabinet, people didn't eat as many of them <laughs> as if they were just out on the counter. Freaking geniuses. That's what the, they get those PhDs for. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought that was an especially stupid story about, uh, M&Ms. Tom, M&Ms. Hey, what, what is there still some left of? Uh, uh, caramel pretzel and the, uh, the I regular don't like the I caramel, but open. give me, a, I'm going to try it again. It's too chewy. Okay. That's uh, my final thought. Caramel, a little too chewy. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.